Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. Our guest today is Quinn Shishkin. He is Director of Product and Innovation at The Valence Company. We're going to talk to him about what's going on in cannabis, what's going on in Canada, and kind of really understanding where the status of the market is, kind of what's happening on the innovation side, on the product side. I think it's a fascinating part of the business. I think we're moving away from just kind of pure flower sales into all sorts of interesting kind of products that deal with extracts and, you know, formulations. And there's a, a, the world is kind of our oyster in terms of different possibilities. And I'm kind of, kind of curious about see what the market demands are, what they're doing at Valence in terms of meeting those, those demands with new uh, products and new form factors. So I'm excited to have this conversation with that. Quinn, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Very excited to be here today. Yeah. So before we kind of dive into what's going on today, let's get a little bit of background. What was your professional background? How did you get into cannabis? Give us a little bit of the story. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, my current role is at Valence. Uh, my current role is Director of Products and Innovation. So really right now, I'm serving as that strategic link between our commercial business teams. I work with business development, sales, marketing, and our operational teams in extraction and our value-add manufacturing. So really, my goal is connecting our business plans and plant operations. I work with our execution of R&D, 
work with quality, regulatory, and I always ensure that we're at that leading edge model where we're having constant innovation, increasing our productivity, and always help manage our capital expenditures to deliver against margins and revenue targets. But really in my previous life, I came from oil and gas. I, I worked in some of the world's largest projects. I got to go through Fort McMurray and Grand Prairie and Northern Alberta, all through oil and gas, looking at extracting oil from the ground increasing it through refining it into a usable bitumen oil or reusable fuel. So using some of the relatable skills that I had from that, looking at the safety systems of high pressure solvents, high pressure gases, and some of the safety systems we used in there, I really got to look at some relatable knowledge and use it into these extraction systems that we use at Balance today. But be before that, I always had a passion for cannabis and the therapeutic benefits that it's brought myself, my family. I've seen it in the world, what it's done. And with that, a, a, nearly a decade ago, I got to use some of my cannabis uh, passion and some of my skills. And I saw my brother many, many years ago, about a decade ago, he was using parchment paper, bud, and a hair straightener to squish rosin and make a product or an <laughs> extract with that. So from there, I really took to uh, understanding more about that cannabis plant and how to do it. Using my skills, I built him a beautiful 20-ton press so he could squish big buds and make that product. And from there, uh, the passion really sparked of the innovation in my life and saw the cannabis sector coming down the pipe here in Canada and wanted to be a piece of it. So from there, I got to travel around the U.S. I got to go to California and Denver and Las Vegas and work with some of the greatest cannabis alchemists in North America and really refine my craft of cannabis extraction and how to derive value out of the bud and make it into a functional, usable cannabinoid derivative ingredient. So it was fantastic understanding of passion, using my skills and building all this IP or intellectual property of making cannabis extracts into functional ingredients. And I got introduced into Valens about five years ago now. I came in and met Tyler Robson and the great uh, small team. There's about only eight individuals around at that time. And from there, I listened to what they're doing in cannabis and seeing what their vision, what Tyler was doing, and I was hooked. And I never left the building essentially from that point on. And the last five years has been incredible what we've done. As we started as an extraction platform early on, we built out a world-renowned extraction center with five different methods as we knew, that's really precursor to all the CPG and these new consumer packaged cannabis goods, having the different resin and different derivatives to make all these beverages or topicals or confectionery edibles all comes from extraction. So we saw mm. that white space, we chased it down, built a world-renowned model, and now we're positioned to be a leader in the CPG manufacturing space as we have access to all the different resins we could ever need. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, coming out of uh, oil and gas, like what, what were the transferable skills? What were you able to kind of move over? What what did not move over so well? Like what, what was your kind of learning and, and transferring? Absolutely. So working in the oil and gas, we, we'd extract oil out of the sand. So we'd have huge, massive systems that would use different kinds of solvents and water to remove that bitumen or that oil from the sand. And there's big, massive purification techniques used white film evaporators, different filtration mechanisms, and solvents and safety systems. So when you use cannabis extractions, there's dangerous solvents or could be dangerous solvents if you don't have all these proper systems in place. So we have high pressure system alarms, we have solvent alarms to keep our operators and employees safe. So a lot of those systems I was exposed to working in northern Alberta and Saskatchewan and uranium mines or H2S uh, solvent mines and brought a lot of those safety systems into cannabis. So when we built uh, Valens, I got to work with tremendous individuals in our team or on our team 
to build the systems. We manufacture it. There's no really playbook to build all these different extraction systems under one roof. So we really innovated and really pioneered the system of having ethanol extraction, hydrocarbon extraction, six different CO2 extraction systems all under one roof. So we have massive input demand and output of resins using different systems, different solvents. But at the end of the day, keeping everybody safe was the goal. And we really nailed it. We worked with regulating bodies. And at Valens, it really brought me to different avenues and passes, certifying bodies. As through this network, I got to work with UL, which is the Underwriters Laboratory of Canada or the world. It's yep. one of the global safety certification companies. They're in 46 countries, established in 1894. And really, they look after everything that we do, of hazardous substance, water quality, food safety, electrical or fire safety. And I got to work as a writer and a co-writer as a subject matter expert in developing the first um, standard or um, uh, it's called UL 44-102, which is the safe cannabis extraction, which is the first document in an international kind of document form with uh, large uh, groups and certifying bodies behind it. So it's becoming more mainstream. And we got looked at at Valens as being a model to replicate or use as a, a model to look at for all the different safety systems and build documents and standards around what we do because it wasn't around there and we built something that's very special and we use it as an education platform for uh, many regulators to look at. Yeah. Walk us through some of the technologies. I mean, we've, we've talked about uh, CO2, we've talked about you know, butane, like what are, what are some of the technologies you're using for extractions? Yeah. So we use a cryoethanol extraction system. That is one of our main high throughput systems. So we really like looking at what products are going to be made at the end of the system, if it's a vaporizer, distillate, or topical. And that's mm -hmm. how we can look at what extraction systems do we want to use. So when we look at them, cryoethanol extraction is high throughput. We can almost extract 1,400 kilograms of biomass per day, which is a lot of resin to be used in these end products and formulations. So you can get very consistent oil, a very clean oil, but also get it at a, a very good cost of goods because of the scale and affordability of large biomass in an affordable cost per milligram coming out. So when you're looking at different products, we use CO2 extraction, or I like it saying is our Swiss army knife extraction, <laughs> where we can remove different parts of the plant by changing the pressures, changing the temperatures, and we can remove pure terpenes. So we can uh -huh. have cannabis derived terpenes, which is tremendous when you just want it for an, a vaporizer, that true to plant cannabis experience. We can isolate just and remove those and then change our parameters and remove the cannabinoids. So there's no extraction method that I say is best, but I like having all of them at our fingertips because each one can have for value, we can have it for quality control, like hydrocarbon, all the concentrates you see in the market, the shatters, the butters, the waxes, we can make all those using our hydrocarbon extraction method, and you can't do that with other methods. So you see the need to have all these different methods to play in all the different end product verticals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what does it take to actually kind of build out some of these facilities? I mean, I know this equipment is not uh, necessarily easy to set up. It's not necessarily cheap. It can be quite complicated. Like, Give us a little insight on what it took to actually put together these facilities. Yeah, so we worked with tremendous amount of engineering firms. We worked with like-minded individuals like myself and a few different uh, key individuals at Valens that really built the engineering, designed all the systems. So 
There's 5,000 PSI CO2 systems in here. So you need really high-end safety protocols on your piping systems and designs. So there's no chance of re-release of that, that kind of pressure. But also we have 1,000 liters of ethanol in the building. So we have evacuation systems for the solvents. We have alarm systems that are all tied into together. So everything was about safety, consistency, and reproduction. So when we design these systems, we look through consistency, high throughput, safety, and always looking at how we can get as much value from that plant, meaning extraction efficiencies, but also quality control or quality of that resin is very important. You can very damage resin. You can do a lot of uh, uh, processing steps that can harm your, your output or your inputs. So there's a lot of technical processes, huge chillers, huge electrical power systems, motors that all power the system but at the end of the day everything is monitored and safe so we can uh, uh, make sure everyone goes home at the end of the day yeah excellent tell us about the the team at this point so you mentioned you got involved when you were eight people what how how is that scaled it's been a whirlwind how much we've scaled over this last <laughs> little bit it's, it's been absolutely incredible what we've, what we've done in this last five years it feels like i've been here a lifetime so now we're uh, we're birthing around 350 individuals and it's absolutely incredible what we've done. We had one extraction facility early on. Now we have four different extraction or four different buildings and manufacturing buildings in Kelowna. We have a full massive beverage facility and plant out in the greater Toronto area called Palmies, which is just going to be a high capacity beverage focused facility. But also with some latest acquisitions, we, we work with the Green Roads team. Now we're integrating fully out of the, the second largest CBD company out of the U.S. based out of Florida. So we're integrating with that team now as we're, we're in the U.S., in Canada now. But also last week we had great two acquisitions as well with Diverse Cannabis and Citizen Stash. So now we're really truly playing in all market verticals available here in Canada Citizen Stash is a, is a market leader in the, the premium flower category. So Valens was inevitable to join that 2 billion something plus flower category in Canada and get yeah. into this uh, by working with one of the leading brands, Citizen Stash, but also Verse Cannabis now is under our, our roof and working with us directly as one of our in-house brands. As we've seen that pivot in that model really coming about Valens as we started with extraction early on as we saw that white space. We've evolved into a, a powerhouse in the CPG manufacturing world by having standalone facilities in beverages, that acquisition of life food technology. So we're an edible and confectionery, baked goods and gummies. Tremendous team, what we've got over there and what we've pr produced into market today. And now with having the premium flour with Citizen Stash, it gives us that bagged flour, the pre-rolls. So really we, we've really seen the technology and innovation come about in all these categories and really set us up uh, for success coming up as having all the resin derivatives, having the premium flour, really having great brands at the forward facing and the market leading brands. It's going to be a great next couple of quarters and next couple of years here at Valens as we're seeing that pivot and seeing that need for great premium flour at affordable prices, but done right all the time. We're going to take a quick break to hear some words from our sponsors. And now back to our program. You know, now that you've got some exposure to both the, the Canadian and U.S. market, what, what's your kind of analysis of the differences between the two? How do you see them? How have they developed? How, how are they playing out? So Canada, we were very regulation heavy here early on, and we still are today. But from experiencing a lot of the different places in the U.S., I got to travel California and many of these different states, and they were behind on the safety and the consistency and the regulation that we have here in Canada. 
So I think there's going to be some eye-opening regulation coming down if the U.S. follows a little bit what we did in Canada about having the, all the testing and all the regime around the licensed producer system. So there's a little bit of difference in the manufacturing and production capabilities of what U.S. does and what Canada does. But we're, we're doing a fantastic job here in Canada to keep all our consumers safe with consistent product, well-tested. So I'm looking to see some of that come down to the U.S. And we're implementing that with our Green Roads team and teaching them and bringing a lot of our values of that production quality, our safety, our testing theories, and allowing them to have that step ahead of the, the curve as we're seeing it come quickly in the U.S. for that need. But a lot of producers still don't believe they need to be at that high level. But we want to take the Green Roads team to that next level right away. We're producing with a pharmaceutical standards. They got that pharmacy background and a tremendous team out there. Uh, so they're, we're playing with CBD only with the Green Roads team right now, which yeah. allowed us to really take over a lot of the market share in some of these big value retail chains in the U.S., but also really opened up many doors on the export channels for CBD to the U.K. or Costa Rica and Mexico. The Green Roads facility out of Florida with their certifications and their, their product quality and their processing quality has allowed us to really open up many doors of CBD exports uh, out of their facility, which is a little bit more challenging to export CBD out of Canada. So using both platforms to our advantage has been a fantastic last couple of months. Yeah. What are you noticing in terms of kind of product demand? I mean, I know Canada originally didn't have edibles. I don't, I don't know exactly where you are now with some of that stuff, but what is the market demanding? What form factors? What kind of formulations? Like wh where are you seeing that happening and how are you responding that from a production point of view? Yeah. So Canada started off with flour and pre-rolls and tincture-based sublingual oils. And then we went into that 2.0 category of edibles and vaporizers and concentrates and now we're in that categories of maybe rapid onset delivery systems. So Valens went early on about going into these categories. We worked with a, a technology called the source technology. And that is a rapid onset emulsion technology. And we're seeing that just become here in Canada. So now we had edibles for just over a year or so now. We've had different derivatives come out in beverages. And people are really loving this rapid onset technology. So the, the source by Valens, we're using in a few different products. You'll see it in the beverage and the verse technologies, beverages. You'll see it in some rapid onset gummies. And this is allowing to have a taste-free, smell-free cannabis product, but have a predictable onset. And that is really where the market here is in Canada today is the first few ones are coming out through a few of our partners. Verse is going to have some great beverages come out right away here. And that is where you can have a predictable experience, but not have that cannabis taste. And this is where I believe that we're, we're getting into that pathway of crossing over into that Bev alcohol categories, where you can have two, three or four beverages at your pleasure to increase your experience as the night goes on, but have not have to wait that 45 minutes to two hours as a traditional edible takes and have a beverage and feel it in five to 20 minutes, depending on your body type and have a, a competition to a recreational experience to bev alcohol and enjoy it at a patio or barbecues. And I really see a need for these rapid onset technologies. And Valens went all in early on with the source and we're offering it through many different platforms and consumers are developing or understanding that they don't have to taste that bitterness. They don't have to have that film on their teeth, but they can have an experience come on in under 20 minutes. It's, it's a new thing for them. And uh, I really see the future being bright in that category. Yeah. Do you, do you think that is existing cannabis users looking for new forms or are these, are you capturing new 
market. You know, folks that previously were not so interested in the cannabis products available, but now with, you know, rapid onset beverage kind of form factors that are now interested. I've seen it grabbing from both as the traditional cannabis user loves smoking whole flour or pre-rolls or just a traditional edible or concentrates. But I think it is being having access and widely available at a cost effective rate. We're having those consumers, that legacy consumers, we say, they come in for a beverage because it's a, a grab and go, buy your bud and you get it off the shelf to grab a, a one or two different beverages. So I, we really see the legacy guys liking them at this kind of taste-free, smell-free, but also maxing out at our 10 milligrams per edible. It's a challenge for them for saying they just want a higher potency edible. So we've seen with that 10 milligrams with this onset technology of source, 10 milligrams, they can actually feel an experience because it's not getting degraded into your liver. So, but also we see new consumers coming as beverages aren't scary. You're, you're used to drinking beverages. Yeah. You understand how to drink a beverage. So it's not, uh, you're not smoking a, a pre-roll. You're not smoking or rolling up a joint or smoking a concentrate. So we see new consumers gravitate to this as well as it's easy to understand, easy to consume of a predictable and a predictable and a repeatable experience. So it's a nice, safe way to consume cannabis, especially for new consumers. As you sip a beverage, you can have half of it, you can cap it. And the great thing about the source technology is it's completely homogenous in your beverage. So your first sip will be the same as your last sip in your potency. So you really can consume and control your experience. And I think it really gravitates to new consumers as well. Yeah. Tell us about the tech. I mean, are, this is nanomulsion. Like, what are, what are you doing to actually create that consistency and stability within the within a liquid? Yeah, so it's, it's an emulsion technology. It's not quite a nano. So okay. basically, we have high shear mixers, and we use different kind of processes to build up the emulsion and encapsulate it to kind of protect the cannabis molecule. But also by in doing so, we change the particle size and suspend it within the aqueous platform that we want. So we use different density bouncing agents within it. We change the particle size, we encapsulate it with our secret formula, and it's completely homogenous or suspended in the solution or beverage that we put it in. So it's not a nano, which is uh, some guys do. It's an, it's an in-between yeah. particle size that our, our team's perfected that's given us tremendous stability. We've got over two years stability on different beverages. Yeah. And that is the big problem with it. You see technology out there that has improper emulsions in it that you'll have a fail. It'll fall out to the bottom to, or it'll sit at the top called creaming or sedimentation of the emulsion. Um, we have this sitting in shelves for over two years, sitting there completely homogenous from top to bottom. And that is really the game-changing technology as stability, taste-free, smell-free, but also predictable onset. It's a, it's a winning platform for us. Yeah. In terms of your facilities and production, I mean, I, I know, you know, it's one thing to kind of produce this stuff, you know, at small scale, ones and twosies, but like r ramping this up to real, you know, significant volumes can be sometimes a bit of a challenge. How have you tackled the kind of production scaling process and what do you anticipate in terms of having to continue to scale the operations? Everything that we've been doing is always constant innovation and scaling up at Valens, and the source was one of them. As benchtop to commercial scale is a much different thing, like you mentioned. And we've done the, the steps to be prepared for this. As we started off on the bench scale, we've moved up to a production scale, and we knew that the increased production was coming, and now we have a full commercial system engineered and built 
so we can have that increased demand and be prepared for the increased demand. So we knew that by having the Life facility acquisition, so they're going to be using a ton of source. The Palmies facility is just completely built out to be around by using this technology source within it. So we prepared early on for this scale up. We've done all our due diligence and all our preparation on our validation work on ensuring that it's consistent. And that's really it is preparing for the future and getting ready for the CPG space as that was our next pivot is extraction, IP development. Now it's in that CPG commercial production with having dedicated facilities. We have increased resin production on our crude extraction and our distillation and isolate. And now our source increased production. We've really positioned ourselves for this coming growth. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I find one of the challenges in many cannabis companies when they really start scaling is, you know, finding the right talent. I mean, you mentioned you've, you went from eight to, you know, 300 plus people. What would have been some of the challenges and solutions around finding, you know, the right people with the right kind of mindset, the right skill set? And, and how do you anticipate kind of finding more people as, as you grow? That is the greatest thing that uh, I always love to boast about Valens is our team. It is truly our greatest asset. And over the years, early on, when I first started, it was getting these professional individuals from engineering or food or pharma or alcohol to come over to cannabis. And there was always that weary, is it going to last? Is (laughs) it a real thing? So we've seen that pivot from kind of skepticism around coming to work in cannabis to them flocking over to Valens as they see the, the path forward. They see the tremendous uphill rise in everything we're doing, a tremendous amount of new products coming down the pipe. So there's a lot of interest around Valens as cannabis sector brings a lot of individuals together and different mindsets, different backgrounds, but all with the same goal to produce great products. And at Valens, we have such a diverse menu of people at Valens is Uh, And that's what makes us so great. We have great cannabis experience, professionals from pharma, professionals from food, and all coming together under one house really allows us to be nimble in different categories and build all the great things that we do. But yeah, 350 people now is an incredible number of uh, increase this last year or so. And we're looking for many, many positions right now as it is tough to find uh, individuals for production and different key roles as uh, COVID really had an effect on a lot of things. But we've had a tremendous push with our HR team, having great initiatives. Kelowna, BC is is a pretty easy sell to people to move to and relocate. (laughs) It's uh, one of the most beautiful places in Canada, warm beaches and sunshine and golf courses, wineries. So we have a great place to a lot lot to offer. Our talent is amazing, but looking for new like-minded individuals as we grow currently and if you know anybody, pass them on to Valens. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great home for a lot of different careers and a lot of different sets of knowledge as well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure there are people that are listening to this podcast that are looking for new opportunities and highly encourage them to check it out. I've, I've, I've been there. It's beautiful. <laughs> so I can, I can vouch for that. Um, where do you see this industry going at this point? I mean, what, what are the big moves, the big things that you think are going to shape the next you know, three, four, five years in the cannabis space? I think it's going to be brand recognition and understanding what you like as a consumer. Early on, it was, I just want to go in and get a THC joint or I'll get an indica or a sativa um, and not really knowing what works best for their, their bodies or their consumption or the recreation or medical experience. So I really want to see the market evolve with science Uh, innovation and education as right now it's very tough in Canada for us to educate to consumers of why they should be trying this product or how they're going to consume it as it's just too many laws around it 
So I really want to see a really big push on education come out as consumers need to know why they're taking this strain or why they want this OG variety for help them to sleep or maybe needs to energize them in the morning or help with their anxiety. So I, I can't wait for the future of science to cross to innovation to consumer education, plus just having consistency in products, having all these new strains come out of flower in Canada, having all these great new hemp varieties. I think Canada is just warming up as we're following what's happening in the U.S. I mean, we have a tremendous market that's just developing. We're just getting exposed to these new different platforms. So I think next five years is going to be about brand recognition and success consolidation of brands is there's a lot of guys doing great things but it's a tough market out there so valens is really positioning as a market forward brand and having some great brands positioned this next couple of years and developing premium flour and beverages and all these different product verticals uh so we get a great brand recognition as i always have a vision of seeing it produced by valens on the back you know it's a sound product you know it's a great product it's like a smuckers or another different big type cpg brand so you see it on the label, you know it's great. And I really think that's going to be with just tremendous sales, continue success and delivering great products and having that validity behind a brand. Yeah. yeah. This has been a pleasure. Quinn, if people want to find out more about you, more about Valens, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah. So you can follow at the Valens company on Twitter or LinkedIn and Instagram or follow myself at Quinn Shiskin, Q-S-H-I-S-K on Instagram or LinkedIn, just at Quinn Shiskin. I always love doing behind the scenes posts, showing uh, videos of Valens, products being produced, showing a little uh, MTV crib style of walking through the facilities and showing the great team, the great processes, everything we do at the Valens company. Great. I'll make sure all the links and handles and everything in the show notes. Encourage people to go check it out. It's really some, you, you put out some fascinating content. So it's fun stuff to watch. Quinn, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Bruce, thanks so much. I see you're coming up on your 300th episode. Congratulations on everything you do, delivering education and key content to the sector. Thanks for everything and having me today. My pleasure. That's it for this episode of Thinking Outside the Bud. Be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our future episodes. See you next time. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets, and access other great content, visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.